0: relax, and get set to travel back in time. Here's Joey. Thank you, Todd,
1: and welcome to another edition of Celebrity Interviews with me, Joey Mitchell. Today we feature comedian, impressionist, Rich Little, born Richard Carruthers Little, believe it or not, in Canada on November 26, 1938. His dad was a surgeon who served as lieutenant commander in the Royal Canadian Naval Volunteer Reserve, and his mother, a housewife. Richard started his career when he was 11, acting in two documentary movies. Then he got a job as an usher at a movie theater. may not sound like much, but Rich says that was really the beginning of his impressions because he'd stand at the back of the theater perfecting the voices of those in the movies. At 17, he had a friend won a talent contest in Ottawa, the first time he was paid for his impressionistic skills. And that led to an appearance on Pick the Stars, a national talent contest. Still in his teens, they developed a 10-minute act, which they performed at Shriners' conventions and Knights of Columbus meetings. Scott, his partner, later entered journalism and ultimately politics. But Rich stayed in the entertainment industry. As a matter of fact, he got a job as a DJ at CJET in Smith Falls, Ontario. His afternoon show featured opportunities for him to use his impressions on the air. By the 60s, Little was taking his act to coffee clubs in Toronto. Little's first performance in the U.S. was in December of 63 on the Guy Lombardo show, but his real American career began in earnest when friends played a recording of his impressions to Judy Garland and urged her to give him an audition. She did. That won him a job on her show, and in January of 1964, Rich Little made his American television debut on CBS's The Judy Garland Show. That led to TV appearances on variety shows like Ed Sullivan, Jackie Gleason, Rudy Valley, Mike Douglas, George Burns over the next two years. One of his best known impressions, you'll hear him do it during our interview, is of U.S. President Richard Nixon. He says he once performed his impression in front of the president himself. And Nixon didn't realize he was imitating him at all. Rich says he wondered Why I was talking to him in such a funny voice. (laughs) Little became a regular guest on Dean Martin's Celebrity Roast. And if you're old enough to remember those shows from the 70s, you'll know he was in at least 24 specials where he roasted celebrities like Don Rickles, Jack Benny, Johnny Carson, Frank Sinatra, Jimmy Stewart, and Kirk Douglas. Little was a favorite of Johnny Carson for a long time. And in fact had an unofficial monthly slot on The Tonight Show. For several years, even guest hosted the program about a dozen times. But something happened in a night in August 1982 while Little was doing an impression of Carson. For some reason, that night, that impression got under Carson's skin and Little was banned from the show. He claims in his biography he was banned because Carson was offended by his impression, and that claim was supported by Henry Bushkin, Carson's longtime lawyer, who stated that after that August performance, nobody got under Carson's skin more than Rich Little. Then Rich's work in films began to decline. His TV work almost completely dried up by the mid-80s. Many of his critics blamed that in part on Rich not updating his repertoire of impressions with younger voices. A fact he blames on recent generations of actors using a naturalistic delivery that makes their voices less distinctive. It's much easier, he says, to do Humphrey Bogart than Tom Cruise. He said, how do you imitate Brad Pitt or George Clooney? Wouldn't mean anything, Rich said. So Rich took his act to Las Vegas, where he performed in all the different clubs through the area and continues to do so to this day. But he also does shows locally at nightclubs and casinos around us. And that's how I got to meet Rich. He was performing at John Esquaga's Nugget later that week and and was promoting his appearance on my show. Now, you'll hear him open up with the sound of an elephant. Why? Because at the time, John Esquaga's Nugget always showcased every star they had by opening the show with a real live elephant performance. And Rich was no exception. Uh, you're back at the Nuggets, following the elephant.
2: Any place in the world where you open, or where an elephant opens for you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Does it want to mate when it hears you do that?
2: The Republican Party want to hire me.
3: <laughs> so you must be doing Clinton out the kazoo right now. He's so hot.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. He's writing some great material for me. <laughs> you know, you, you jump on it, but uh, everybody does. Uh, yeah. It's just the nature of uh, doing political people.
3: We had a little heat here because we were doing a lot of Monica Lewinsky and Clinton stuff.
2: No, it goes with the territory really. You have to uh, get humor out of uh, what's happening, what's in the news. I have not done anything wrong and I promise never to do it again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now, now Laurie Morgan's tied up with him. They say Laurie Morgan was in a limo with him. Mr. President, did, yes. were you in the car with with Laurie?
2: No, I I put Laurie in the trunk. <laughs>
3: Now, what about Reagan? Uh, we did Reagan a few days ago, and well, somebody somebody got upset because he has Alzheimer's
2: now, and, yes.
3: I, and I was wondering how you yes. deal with that.
2: You know, it, it's very uh, tricky to do uh, President Reagan. I remember him as a great president and a great friend Yeah, and a person who I performed for many, many times at the White House, and I have nothing but good memories of him. I do him um, in the act the way I've always done him, and, it, you know, I, I don't labor on the fact that that he um, that his memory's gone because he he never had a memory. But uh, you know it's very tough because if you've got a loved one in the audience who has Alzheimer's or knows somebody that has Alzheimer's, yeah. it is not funny. You know you have to be careful. So I don't I don't labor the point. But if he's a little absent-minded, well that's that's his image and uh, it always was. Well, yes, uh, I don't know why they're making such a fuss. <laughs> Over Bill Clinton, I had a number of affairs in the White House. You did, Mr. President? Yes, and they were all catered. (laughs) We had some great affairs.
3: Of course, Tricky Dick will always be in your act. Let me hear Richard Nixon.
2: Uh, Richard Nixon. (laughs) Well, of course, you know, after looking at the last two or three presidents, uh, I'm starting to look pretty good. (laughs) Uh, I should be a saint. By the, end of the
3: Bush was a toughie, but he's back in the news because he could have got Saddam when he had a chance. Mr. President...
2: Well, I said, don't lay that on me. Our objective was to go in there, you know, and and not destroy Saddam Hussein. <laughs> you know, just drive them out of Kuwait. That was our objective.
3: What's your favorite impression?
2: It's hard to say. It's singers... I like to do Sinatra. I uh-huh. like to do Neil Diamond. Yeah. Perry Como has always been a favorite of mine. Uh, of the talking impressions, uh, uh, maybe Jimmy, Jimmy Stewart. Oh, yeah. You know, Jim, Jim um, and Jack Nicholson. Hey, man, I'm going to win another Oscar. There's only one Jack Nicholson, <laughs> man. Johnny Carson? Oh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> Johnny Carson, it was so cold in Reno this morning. How
3: cold was ah. it?
2: An exhibitionist came up to me and described himself to me.
3: <laughs> a lot of your act now is talking to people from heaven because a lot of them were
2: gone. Well, yeah, a lot of my act has passed away. This is so true.
3: George Burns, for instance, you do yeah, a wonderful piece on that.
2: Yeah, yeah. George says this. says great. And, uh, <laughs> he said to me one time, Rich, you do me better than I do. <laughs> he said, I remember years ago I got this girl up to my room and I was going to make a move and I suddenly realized I'm Rich Little. (laughs) I used to tell that. I don't know what it means, but it's kind of cute. (laughs)
3: That's wonderful. no no ending. You're going to be at John Escoges for how long?
2: I'm going to be there for uh, a couple of weeks, two weeks, with Loretta Loretta Holloway, who is a wonderful singer. And I always like playing there. Uh, I've had great audiences at at the Nugget. I mean, I can't think of uh, of a place where I do better. I've, I've been playing there now for about, 5 years I guess and I used to play at Harris but I'm really doing better there than than anywhere than I can think of in the country. I have no idea why. Reno's a great town for me.
3: They love you there. And, of course, uh, we'll be sending up bus loads. We've got tickets of folks that are going up to see you at John Esquagas tonight and throughout the rest of the week. So we wish you the very best. Uh, as usual, you don't need any help from us, though.
0: Well, thanks. That's all for today's episode of Celebrity Interviews with Joey Mitchell. Join us again next week for another well-known celebrity that most likely only aired once on Joey's show. Until now. Now you can subscribe to the podcast at patreon.com slash joeymitchellpodcast. Patreon.com slash Podcast, And you'll never miss an episode or extras only available to subscribers. Please visit and like Joey Mitchell's podcast on Facebook and tell us what you think. Thanks for listening.